Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you can get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. Make sure you add Am I on the Air in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. Hi, am I on the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, I Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I flow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios in lovely Tucson, Arizona, this is Am I on the Air? And now, please welcome your host, Don Mega. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome everybody. Yes, it is Am I on the Air? I'm your host, Don Mega. It's season 20, it's episode 29 And tonight's show is titled Arizona That's right, we're broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios Here in lovely Tucson, Arizona On this Monday, January the 27th Our original Bat Time and original Bat Channel Right here on this Monday So welcome to the show, you know what it is This is where we get you caught up with all the latest and greatest When it comes to movie news and reviews and everything in the entertainment world Every single week we tell you all of the latest and greatest So you're always up to speed From a shout out perspective A couple weeks ago I told you my brother had started a YouTube trivia show Movie trivia And uh, I did the very first episode And I won round one And I advanced to round two And a couple days ago we did our round two matchup where I actually went one-on-one with my brother And I'm happy to say I won round two as well So Don Mega undefeated on a show about trivia So if you want to check that out, look for that on YouTube uh, We've tweeted out the link a couple times uh, It's a fun show, man It's a fun show, just kind of answering movie trivia It's silly, but it's fun And I uh, had a great time on that So Uh, I should retire now since I'm undefeated I should just retire and walk away But we'll see where it goes Um, With that out the way, let's jump right into it I got a handful of new things I want to talk about I did watch two new movies over the weekend That's right Uh, Of course on VOD Because that's how we roll in 2020 The first movie I saw is called Arkansas 
And this movie here stars Liam Hemsworth, um, Vince Vaughn is in it, Clark Duke, um, John Malkovich. It's a real good cast. Kyle and Swin live by the orders of an Arkansas-based drug kingpin named Frog, who they'd never met, but when a deal goes horribly wrong, the consequences are deadly. That's right, so that is Arkansas. It is a, you know, like I said, it's it's kind of, it's drug dealers, it's, it's uh, kingpins, it's all this kind of stuff in the South, and um, it takes place in Arkansas. Hence the title. Uh, I watched the trailer to this thing, and I thought it looked really, really good. I was really sucked in by the cast. Uh, it looked like it had some good action, and I was totally down to check this thing out. At the end of the day, I was disappointed. I was. Um, I didn't feel the movie really lived up to the trailer hype. Uh, it, this movie's a slow burn, a very slow burn. There's not very much that goes on in this movie. Um, and it jumps around a lot. It does this like forward backwards kind of chapter, uh, chapter one based on so-and-so chapter two based on so-and-so. So it kind of jumps around to tell the story of different characters in these chapters. And I don't know, man, it was just okay. I didn't love it. My wife didn't care for it either. And it was kind of a bummer because I was looking forward to this one. I've seen it on sale on Vudu, and I've almost bought it a couple times. And I'm very happy I did not because <laughs> I would never want to sit down and watch this thing again. Um, but yeah, so Arkansas, out of the five-star review, I would give it two out of five. It was just okay. Moving on to the second film that I saw over the weekend. This time it was Vivarium. Vivarium is a movie I've been very intrigued to see Starring Jesse Eisenberg And Imogen Poots um, Basically A young couple looking for the perfect home Find themselves trapped in a mysterious Labyrinth-like neighborhood Of identical houses Yeah, so if you've seen the trailer That's the movie you get I mean, basically Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots uh, Are boyfriend-girlfriend They're looking for their forever home um, they're house shopping and they go into this creepy little weird shop that um, has a very weird dude in it that says, let me show you the homes and takes them to this really crazy looking neighborhood that's just a bunch of identical looking houses. So they go in, they check out the house and they're like, okay, cool, whatever, it's time to go. And they can't get out. The road just goes in circles and they just keep circling back to the house that they were shown, number nine. Um... And they get trapped. It's very creepy. It's kooky. Um, it, it, this was a very weird movie. Very, very weird. At the end of it, I was like, I don't know if I liked it or I didn't like it. But I will say I was very intrigued. Uh, the good news is, is that this movie just was added to Amazon Prime. So I almost rented this a couple weekends ago and then decided we'd ended up watching something else. And then as I was flipping through Amazon a couple days ago, I saw they added it. So I was like, yes, time to watch Vivarium. So um, it's short. It's only about an hour and a half. And if you like these kind of creepy, you know, horror-tinged kind of movies, nothing too crazy happens. But it's definitely a very unique world that they get trapped in. Um, it's worth a shot. If you have Amazon Prime, it's free. You got nothing to lose. So I would give Vivarium three out of five stars so that's my two movies of the weekend arkansas two out of five and vivarium three out of five okay i got a couple new shows to tell you about and i'm excited there's been some good stuff going on so i'm gonna start off with uh so last week's episode 
was titled Intel, and I reviewed the show Intelligence on the new Peacock streaming app, um, and it was just okay. We finished that season up, and you know, it, it had its moments, but overall it was just okay. The other big show that is streaming exclusively on Peacock as one of their premium shows is a show called Brave New World. So Brave New World has Alden I, uh, Ironreich, uh, <laughs> um, who of course was Solo uh, in the Solo movie, Han Solo. Um, he, This is a post-apocalyptic kind of show where it's set in the future and you have your fancy kind of town called New London, which where everybody takes this pill and everybody's really happy and there's uh, no monogamy. So everybody's having orgies every night and partying and drinking and it's just, and there's no crime and everybody's happy and it's just the place you want to be. Right. And then they have this other place called the Savage Land where basically it's a lot of like the bums and it's just uh, people go there to visit to see people hurt each other and and witness the crime that they don't get to see on New London. I don't really know where the show's going yet because I've only watched the first episode. I plan to, to probably get through most of it by the end of the week. Um, but so far, based on the first episode, what I will say is I like it. I do like it. I'm very intrigued. It gives me kind of a Westworld vibe coming off of it. Uh, it is very adult. There's a lot of nudity. There's some cussing. Um, so good on Peacock to see them do something a little edgier since it is, you know, owned by NBC. I didn't know how crazy over the board they would go with their original series, but they've done it and I applaud them for that. Um, I liked it. Like I said, I really, really liked it and I'm down to continue the binge. So I just haven't had a chance to get into any other episodes. So I did want to shout that out though and just say, you know, hey, if you. Uh, want to check out um, the Peacock app and you're looking for something fresh to watch, definitely check out Brave New World. Now, switching gears to another streaming service that a lot of you have already kind of laughed off and bypassed, um, but you know what? It's still getting some pretty good content and I'm going to support it, is the Quibi app. Remember Quibi? Quick Bites, <laughs> right? We've been talking about Quibi for a long time and then it's been a minute. It's been a minute because Quibi... When it launched, I blazed through pretty much everything I wanted to see on it, and it's been just kind of a dormant app for me for the last couple months. Well, that all changed this past week when Kevin Hart dropped his new show, Die Hart, on the Quibi app, and I gotta say, I absolutely love Die Hart. It is the funniest thing I've seen in a while. It's hilarious. Um, it's got Kevin Hart. It's got John Travolta. Um, it's so damn funny. Basically, Kevin Hart plays himself, and he's tired of being the comedian. He's tired of being the punching bag. You know, he just he wants to be an action star, right? Everybody always says like, "Oh, it's always you and the Rock," but the Rock's the action star, and you're the comedic, you know, guy. And he's like, "I'm tired of it. I want to be the muscle. I want to be the action dude." So they send him. They send him to this action school to be taught how to become an action star. And John Travolta plays the teacher at the action school. And John Travolta is phenomenal in this thing. He is the MVP of this show. Uh, but Kevin Hart's hilarious. I love the way that they're doing it. I love the chemistry. I love the twists and turns that the show's starting to take after the first couple episodes. The first Eight episodes, eight or nine, are already up to stream. Now, remember with Quibi, each episode's only about ten minutes. So, the first, you know, seven to eight episodes are already up. Uh, I've already binged all of them. And then some new episodes started dropping today and throughout the rest of the week. 
I cannot wait to get back into this. I binged the hell out of this thing once we started it. My wife loved it. I loved it. Um, you know, Kevin Hart, just so damn funny. But his chemistry and everything that he's doing in here with John Travolta is just next level. I just love it, love it, love it. So I can't tell you guys enough. If you don't have Quibi, find like a free trial, sign up, and just binge the hell out of Die Hard. I think you'll really enjoy it. So uh, that's that. And then another show I bumped into on Quibi is a horror anthology called 50 States of Fright, which is actually produced by Sam Raimi, and he also directed some of the episodes. Uh, and you could tell this has got definitely that, that Evil Dead kind of vibe. Um, 50 States of Fright is basically saying there's a lot of folklore across all the 50 states in the U.S., and they're telling those folklore stories in this show. So, you know, each episode will be like, you know, Oregon, Florida, Mississippi, you know, like, and then it'll be either a two to three parter, um, episode telling this folklore story. Um, I really like it. I really, really dig it as well. Um, you know, some of them are better than others. I've watched the first three states that are on it. Um, and there's still more to go. I think I'm up to Florida right now, so I'll check out Florida this week. Um, it's good, man. It just has that old school horror kind of vibe and they actually got some good actors in this thing. Um, it's a nice little anthology So yeah, I'm very happy that Quibi Is popping out some good new content And definitely recommend you guys check it out So check out 50 States of Fright And Die Heart on Quibi And Brave New World on Peacock So there you go, lots of streaming Goodness With that being said, let's shift gears And let's get into our news Of the week Now right after we did last week's episode This news dropped that made me so damn happy Dave Franco is set to portray Vanilla Ice in a new biopic film called To the Extreme. That's right, To the Extreme. I rock a mic like a vandal, light up a stage, and watch it drip like a candle. I cannot wait to see Dave Franco rock it as Vanilla Ice. And they're saying that this will be in the vein of The Disaster Artist, which I absolutely love that movie. So if they follow that, oh my God, this movie could be fantastic. So super, super stoked. On that news, Tiffany Boone from the television show Hunters has just joined Hulu's Nine Perfect Strangers with Nicole Kidman. We have an article up with Fox releasing their fall premiere dates for Simpsons, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, and Bless the Hearts. So we can finally know when some of these new shows are going to start. So, like I said, you have Fox unveiled the fall premiere dates for The Simpsons, which is entering its 32nd season. Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, and Bless the Hearts will launch on Sunday as their animation block will debut on September 27th. Family Guy is returning for its 19th season, which will include its 350th episode. Bob Burgers will be launching its 11th season, while Bless the Hearts is returning for season 2. So, very, very big there. Um, I cannot believe we're going to get it in, in September. So, finally, some new programming. Of course, it's animated stuff, so... I'm glad that they were able to not um, lose time with the COVID shutdown and everything. So glad to see that stuff coming back in September. Now, rumor mill has it that Donald Glover might be returning as Lando for a Disney Plus series. Um, this would be pretty interesting. And I can actually see this being a thing because on last week's show, we talked about Alden Eidenreich um, being interviewed for Brave New World. And then they asked him about Solo and he said... I've been hearing some rumors I might be coming back for something, but not a solo sequel. 
And we were kind of like, hmm, I wonder what that would be. Maybe he gets his own Disney Plus series. Not really thinking that it could be Lando getting his Disney Plus series. And we might see Solo pop up here and there in a cameo, maybe. So it makes sense. Um, So very, very interesting to see. But this is listed as a rumor, so nothing confirmed as of now. Hulu is developing a Hillary Clinton alternative uh, history series, so we'll see how that goes. HBO has renewed Perry Mason for a second season. Know a lot of people liking that show. Edgar Wright is set to direct Simon Rich's ghost story for Amblin Entertainment called Stage 13. Samuel Jackson and Ryan Reynolds are partnering again for a new Quibi series. All right. Um... Marvel 616, that's right, coming soon to Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus debuted a new sneak peek for its new original documentary series called Marvel 616, which will be having different episodes in an anthology series kind of talking about different characters and events that have happened in the Marvel Universe, so that's pretty cool. The Third Day is going to be debuting in September on HBO Max. Uh, that's the new movie with Jude Law. BritBox announces three new original drama series, including Jared Harris's The Beast Must Die. Um, all movies are coming and going to Netflix in 2020, we've released. And once again, if you're like, where can I see this stuff? Check out our social media, our Twitter, and our Facebook page. We have all this stuff posted up uh, on our social media. The best place is twitter.com slash air. See all the news as it comes down. Olivia Newman is set to direct Where the Crawdads Sing. Emilda Staunton-led Season 5 of The Crown Will not be premiering until 2022 Oh, these delays Cobra Kai, we told you that Season 3 is coming to Netflix They bought the rights to it So that now means that Season 1 and 2 Will be coming to Netflix And it will actually launch in August So very cool to see a move over there Now I could finally watch it (laughs) Because I did not want to get YouTube television uh, we got a pretty cool article up with Patrick Lucier Who wrote Terminator Genesis And he talks about where the sequels would have gone If they would have moved forward um, Aaron Sorkin's The Trial of the Chicago 7 Will debut on Netflix on October 16th This is a very, very big movie And glad to see that it's going to be coming sooner Rather than later as well October 16th on Netflix um, The NATO chief um, Of course the national... Uh, theater owner um, President believes that movies should Be released in theaters despite the pandemic And I have to agree with them At this point I mean we have people You know going out to eat We have people going to the beach We have people going out and doing things Surrounded by other people Why can't we go to the movies You know, Especially with a 50% uh, Decreased capacity um, Lower occupancy Um, You know pre-bought tickets Stuff like that to where they can spread seats out I don't understand why we cannot Open the theaters and I do understand That the theaters are hesitant to reopen Because Hollywood keeps shifting All these damn movies to 2021 And it's very unfortunate Because they can't open Without a blockbuster to come out And actually give them some revenue So it's a catch 22 Um, The theaters need Movies so they can reopen and I really hope Hollywood gets his head out of its ass And stops shifting movies That aren't even coming out till November, December To next year When there's no reason to do that Let's let's get our theaters back open Let's get some people in seats And let's get our cinema back Please Colin Farrell praises the originality of Matt Reeves as the Batman So all I'm hearing is great stuff about what he's doing with it 
Uh, Greg Vaughn is leaving NBC's Days of Our Lives soap opera after eight years. He says, my time was coming to an end. Dallas and Robo, starring John Cena and Kat Dennings, is heading officially to the Sci-Fi Channel. RuPaul's Drag Race spinoff, Vegas Review, has been ordered over on VH1, and you can check out the first trailer now. ABC is developing a new Latina drama series called Chicano from Eva Longoria. The New Mutants opening scene, the opening first couple minutes of the movie, has been released. That came out from uh, the Comic-Con at Home, which went out over the last several days. And I'll tell you, I'm a little disappointed. I was very excited about Comic-Con from Home. Um, Really nothing big of news-wise came out of it. I mean, every summer when Comic-Con happens... We are just flooded with nonstop breaking news. This movie's happening. That movie's happening. Check out this trailer. Check out that trailer. You know, look who's joining this. Look what Disney's going to do. Look what Marvel's going to do. Look what DC's going to do. I mean, just so much stuff. And this year, it was just like, oh, we had a couple panels. Um, check out a poster. <laughs> I mean, nothing really came out other than bad news and some other stuff getting delayed and everything else. But you could check out the New Mutants opening scene, which is pretty cool. And they're saying it's still going to come out at the end of August. So we will see how that goes. Uh, speaking of some delays at the Comic-Con at home, Disney announced their shuffle once again. Uh, the live-action Mulan, which was originally slated to come out in March and then was pushed to August, is now unset. That's right, just like Tenet, it's off the schedule. All four Avatar sequels have shifted forward a year. That's right, why not? You know, we've already waited like 1,200 years to see Avatar 2, so let's push it back another year, it don't matter. Avatar 2 will now show up at the end of 2022, maybe. Uh, And the next three untitled Star Wars films have also been pushed back a year, with the next one set to open Christmas 2023. Four years After the rise of Skywalker Insane So let's kind of look at their overall release schedule Uh, They had a movie called The Empty Man Which was previously supposed to come out in August It's now coming out in December The Personal History of David Copperfield Was previously dated for August Now comes out a week later on August 28th In limited release Mulan, like I said, is on set Death on the Nile Which was supposed to come out uh, October 9th has been pushed back to October 23rd <laughs> Stupid uh, The French Dispatch Previously set for uh, October 16th Is now untitled Or unset The Last Duel Which was previously dated for Christmas Has now been pushed back to January 8th um, Oh actually sorry It's been pushed back January uh, From Christmas Unlimited And January 8th wide All the way to October 15th of 2021 The horror movie Antlers, which I'm surprised they're still trying to do a theatrical release for this thing. I thought it would just go straight to VOD. Movie was supposed to come out back in April. It's now dated for February 19th, 2021. So, almost a year back again. Uh, Let's see here. Avatar 2, like I said, has been pushed back a year from uh, December 2021 to December 2022. Avatar 3 to 2024. Avatar 4 to 2026. And Avatar 5 in December 22nd, 2028. Will I even be alive to see Avatar 5? I don't even know. 
And then there's three untitled Star Wars movies The first one December 2023 The next one December 2025 And then the third December 2027 So thank you Disney for giving me all these dates Many many years from now We have the trailer for Utopia Which is a new Amazon mystery drama Directed by or written by Jillian Flynn Who did Gone Girl So very excited about that HBO released the Comic Con trailer for His Dark Material Season 2 Which looks really good I still gotta see Season 1 Ryan Reynolds and Sean Levy Their new action adventure film Has been purchased by Netflix That's right so it'll go straight to the streamer We're gonna get an Empire spinoff I had a feeling this was coming And we're gonna get some more cookie That's right an Empire spinoff is in development From Taraji P. Henson In a new first look deal Joe Curie is a madman in uh, a new Red Band trailer for the movie Spree. Universal is in talks for Tom Cruise and Doug Liman's space project. Um, Taneshi Coates' Between the World and Me is being adapted for HBO. Nickelodeon's Star Trek Prodigy has a new animated series on the way. You could check out its uh, new logo for. I can't believe we're going to get a Star Trek cartoon on Nickelodeon. That's crazy. Brad Dorif is returning to voice Chucky for the new show that'll be airing on USA and Sci-Fi. So glad to hear that Chucky will continue being voiced by the same man. His Dark Material Season 2 adds Terrence Stamp, um, Vanessa uh, Kirby, and... um, Sorry, I'm not sure... uh, First name, but last name is Stamp. Um, so, sorry, that's all I wrote down <laughs> So, some a new additional casting for his Dark Materials too. Amazon has ordered the graphic novel adaptation to series for Paper Girls That Kevin Smith, he's talking about his new Netflix Masters of the Universe revival So you can see where the status is of that As the show will see the overall continuation from the old school 80s cartoon that we all grew up and knew to love Um... Bill and Ted Face the Music Uh, We found out that this one is now going to be released straight to VOD So uh, thank you, I mean thank you, honestly Uh, It'll head to select theaters, of course, quote unquote Because no theaters are really open And will hit on demand on September 1st Same day and date for on demand and whatever theaters want to show it that are open So yeah, September 1st for Bill and Ted Face the Music I'm super excited about this uh, I always thought Bill and Ted should have just went straight to VOD um, I felt it would get lost in the shuffle in the theatrical side um, So yeah, this is perfect and I'll definitely be watching it come September 1st Spider-Man 3, pushback, delayed That's right, the good news is it's not delayed by much It's still going to come out next year But now it's going to come out at the very end of the year It was originally supposed to come out, I believe, in October um, sorry, it was actually it was going to be a summer movie. It was originally scheduled for July sixteenth, and is now put and pushed back. Um, oh, sorry, it's been pushed back twice. So, July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Then it was pushed back to November fifth, and it will now come out on December seventeenth. Um, he's currently filming Uncharted, and that's why they end up having to push things back because Uncharted was delayed due to the pandemic shutdown. Um, So that's pushing back the start date for Spider-Man So glad to see it's going Glad to hear that it's at least not pushed back to 2022 It sucks as Christmas time But at least we still get it next year And I'm happy about that Alright 
Two more big movies shifting to next year for honestly no reason. Okay, you ready? First up, A Quiet Place 2. John Krasinski directed this film, and it was originally pushed back from its original March 20th release date to September 4th. So September 4th should work fine, but of course, we're not leaving anything alone, and then decided to push it back all the way to April 23rd, 2021. (sighs) Next up, Tom Cruise's Maverick, that's right, Top Gun 2, was originally set for July 12th, then it was pushed back to December 23rd. Hey, December 23rd, right? By December, we should be totally good, right? Theater's supposed to be open, it's the end of the year, totally safe. Nah, we're going to go ahead and push that back to July 2nd, 2021 as well. Because why not? Let's continue to push shit back. Paramount has also delayed the release of the new Jackass reboot from July 2nd all the way to September 3rd. As well as setting an April 8th, 2022 date for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So, glad to see that they're moving forward with a Sonic 2. That was actually a surprise movie for me. My daughter loved it. We've seen it a dozen times. And glad to see that Part 2 is coming again in 2022. But, A Quiet Place 2 and Maverick going all the way to next year. So stupid. So stupid. I'm so tired of this shit. Um... We have another first look at The Boys Season 2. And in great news, this is probably the biggest news for me coming out of Comic-Con at home. uh, That they announced Season 3 has been greenlit. So we're going to get Season 3 of The Boys, which I'm super, super excited about. Very, very excited. Amazon is in negotiations to purchase Michael B. Jordan's Without Remorse. This was a new movie that was supposed to come out in September, then October, then November. And uh, I think it's been pushed, lastly, all the way to February of next year. Um, But yeah, Amazon is in negotiations to acquire it, which would be pretty cool. And then they can put it out whenever they want. So, hope that goes through. Um, Tenet has been confirmed that it will not hit HBO Max before its theatrical run. That's right. This movie will not go to a streaming service. It will hit theaters first. So, keep that in mind. HBO Max hits 4.1 million subscribers in just one month after its release. AMC, Regal, and Cinemark all officially postponed reopening their theaters. They were supposed to be reopened by the end of July. They are now looking at mid-August at this point, so we'll see what happens. Um, Let's see. Shaun of the Dead team reunites for a new Amazon horror comedy called Truth Seekers, and you can check out the first teaser trailer now. Nina Dobriv is set to star in and executive produce Woman 99, which will be an uh, adaptation of the book. Sweet Magnolias has been renewed for season 2 over on Netflix Chris D'Elia prank show has been scrapped over at Netflix after his harassment allegations So they decided to not move forward there Fox has got a new show coming out called Next Which will be basically a creepy Alexa spawned AI, evil AI (laughs) show I'm down man, I'll check it out for a show Let's see here Um, A lot of stuff we've talked about already Um, Robert Kirkman's Invincible um, Which has been putting its voice cast together Has added six more Walking Dead vets To the voice cast So man, he's sticking with what he knows, right? Archer, season 7 We have the official trailer uh, For the new spy cartoon 
We have the teaser trailer for Hellstrom, which also looks pretty cool, but they actually did not put the Marvel title on this one, which is pretty interesting. Uh, Emmy Raver Lampin is replacing Kristen Bell as Molly in Central Park. George Clooney is in negotiations to helm Amazon's The Tender Bar. Ghost of Tsushima is the fastest selling original IP debut for the PS4, so congratulations there. We have everything coming and going to Amazon Prime uh, next month. Lovecraft Country We got the new official trailer from Comic Con for that Which I think looks awesome by the way I cannot wait for that show to hit Um, Very very excited Disney is developing a hidden figure stage musical Yes that's right Uh, Quibi's The Fugitive is coming Finally I've been waiting for The Fugitive to come out Give me something else for Quibi See once again uh, Boyd Holbrook and Kiefer Sutherland uh, Doing the the reboot On of course the Tommy Lee Jones Harrison Ford movie so it looks pretty cool Netflix has renewed Outer Banks For a second season Um, Got an article up with James Cameron Discussing the Avatar sequel Delays so you know, typical stuff. You know, we were shut down, pandemic. We got lots of shooting to do, and we're behind schedule. This is basically what it was. Sorry about that. Uh, Russell Crowe's new movie, Unhinged, which was supposed to be the first good big theatrical movie to hit when theaters reopened, has now been pulled from the release schedule. That's right, another movie bites the dust from the release schedule. Killing Eve season four has been indefinitely delayed due to the coronavirus concerns. Um, the Flash, Riverdale, and more CW shows are looking to start filming again in late August. So that's cool. Get, get going again. Let's do it. Maria Bello is exiting NCIS in season 18. The Walking Dead season 10 gets a supersized October premiere date set for the coronavirus delayed finale that you guys did not get to see. We have the trailer for Selling Sunset. Um, Chriselle's divorce takes center stage in season three. That new show, uh, next, which is coming to Fox about the murderous, uh, Alexa AI will premiere in October on Fox. Uh, the umbrella Academy season two is coming July 31st to Netflix. So get ready for that. It's on the way. Stumptown has just added a new co-showrunner for season two, and it's going to be Monica Breen from agents of shield. And some sad news over the weekend Regis Philbin passed away That's right At the age of 88 He was in front of the television camera More than anyone else I loved Regis Of course live with Regis and Kelly Live with Regis and Kathy um, Who wants to be a millionaire All of his cameos Regis was the best We loved Regis Everybody seemed to love Regis uh, But man 88 what a life Um, Definitely going to miss you man Zack Snyder over the weekend at Justice Con released a very short clip from his Snyder cut and guess what it was Superman in the black suit very very cool he also said in the interview um, that you know Warner Brothers did not want him in the black suit that they did not like the look of it they thought that it was going to scare kids they did they thought it was too dark and he said they just didn't understand and they just refused to let him do it so he ended up having to use of course the red and uh, yellow suit and so he was very happy to put him in the black suit that we were all waiting for he also confirmed that the Snyder Cut will not use any footage that Joss Whedon shot so that's going to make it very interesting to see how much of a different movie 
or miniseries we end up getting with the Snyder Cut with not using any of that footage, which I'm not shocked by. I didn't expect him to use any of the Joss Whedon footage, to be honest. He said straight up, if it wasn't a frame that I personally shot, it will not be in that movie. So, very, very cool. It makes sense. It's his director's cut. Why not? Um, Keanu Reeves and a lot of the cast from Constantine were at the Comic-Con from home, and they talked about the Constantine sequel, where it would go, and... You know, just what the status of everything's been. So, very interesting to check out. Um, we have the Family Guy trailer. Um, so, check that out to see what's coming in Season 19. Um, we got an article up with Luke Wilson talking about Stargirl. Which, by the way, I still love Stargirl. So, <laughs> really cool show. Stars has officially renewed P-Valley for a second season. Uh, Showtime is working on a new mob series in development from Brian Grazer, Terrence Winter, and Nicholas Pileggi. Adam McKay is developing a COVID-19 vaccine hunt book adaptation. We have HBO's Fall 2020 titles, including His Dark Material Season 2 and more. Oprah, working with Apple TV Plus once again, as they've announced the Oprah Conversation. That's right, a new uh, talk show coming from Oprah, so very interesting there. Inception 10th anniversary and 10th anniversary theatrical event is set for August. So they're still looking to do that if any theaters decide to reopen. They have officially announced speaking of uh Christopher Nolan once again, Tenant. Going back to Tenant. It always goes back to Tenant. Uh Tenant will open overseas one week ahead of its US release. So it will hit overseas August 26th, I believe, and then it will open in select Limited U.S. cities, basically anybody whose theater wants to be open at this point, starting in September, September 6th. So, we'll see. We'll see if it sticks, but right now it looks like overseas will get tenant first by a week, and then it'll start to roll out here in the U.S. as theaters hopefully start to reopen. Netflix has officially greenlit the Kissing Booth 3, and it will drop in 2021 the big news here is that they already filmed it they filmed it in secret before the pandemic they actually filmed part two and three back to back at the same time so they could surprise fans with two movies so that's right kissing booth part two just opened up this past weekend on netflix and then part three will open in 2021 shout out to my boy jose who, uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, watched The Kissing Booth over the weekend, even though I laughed at him and told him, you know, it's a teeny bopper movie. Um, But he decided to watch it, so, you know, hey, are you glad you're getting the third one, buddy? Because it's coming. (laughs) Uh, Kevin Smith dropped a trailer for his new slasher movie that he made called Kilroy, so definitely check that out. Um, Rick and Morty vs. The Genocider, a special new anime short, has been released. Um... Let's see here. Sam Rockwell is circling a Merle Haggard biopic from Robin Bissell. The G.I. Joe spinoff Snake Eyes will likely be pushed back to 2021. Of course, because why not? Why not? I mean, this movie's not even coming out to November, but we might as well go ahead and push it to 2021 because why not? Right? It's the trendy thing to do. So we might as well do it to, to Snake Eyes as well. The third season of Star Trek Discovery will be hitting CBS All Access on October 15th. So that's big news, man. That's coming out sooner than I thought. So very cool there. Um, Andrew Scott, Fleabag star, has joined the Pursuit of Love over on Amazon Prime along with Dominic West. 
So some additional casting for The Pursuit of Love Which is coming to Amazon Hulu also announced everything coming and going In August as well Netflix is expanding its universe of The Witcher With a new six part limited series prequel Called Blood Origin So that would be pretty cool for all you Witcher fans And then Vice TV is revving up a new drag racing series Titled Donk Master That has got to be the greatest name ever Donk Master <laughs> The series will follow the high stakes subculture Of donk racing um, where classic American cars are on insanely huge rims Wowza, good job Vice This seems like something that would be on Vice So thank you And that my friends, we can't have any more news Because how do you top Donk Master? I mean you just can't, you just can't So that'll do it for me and this Monday night Getting you caught up with everything late going, coming and going And the latest and greatest in entertainment news Thank you so much for listening and joining us Let's do some shout outs on the socials Amiontheair.com is our official webpage Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Amiontheair Follow us on Twitter at Amiontheair Follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega Follow me on Stardust at Simply Mega D-O-N-M-E-G-A uh, You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts So please leave a 5 star review Download, rate, and subscribe if Apple Podcast ain't your thing, don't you worry We got you covered on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Google Play We're available on all the podcast networks, so definitely check it, check it out, y'all We're available on Instagram and YouTube as well, just search Am I on the Air And of course, our great affiliates at RedDragonsRadio.com Red Dragons Radio, the one-stop shop for a bunch of different podcasts Streaming at you every week on demand, so check us out on that website as well Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio That'll do it for me on this Monday July the 27th Thank you so much for tuning in I hope everybody's staying safe, staying healthy Wash your hands, I hope everybody's doing very well I wish all of you Nothing but health and happiness So have a great week everyone Take care of yourselves and each other And until next time y'all Peace Bye everybody Red Dragons Red Dragons